Today is Saturday, April 25th, 2015, and this is Radio Wave. everyone, and thank you for joining us on tonight's broadcast of Radio Wave. Our host is a friend of Medjugorje, and wherever you are in the world today, whether you're in Europe or Asia or the United States or any other nation or country or continent, there's a consequence that you will bear for the situation that the world is in right now, and that is the purpose of Our Lady coming and giving the messages that she's giving to us, a message that she also gave today on the 25th through Maria. And tonight, a friend of Medjugorje is going to share with us a better understanding of not only Our Lady's words, but also the very heart of Our Lady. It's one thing to know the meaning of words, but it's another thing to know the heart of the person who speaks those words. And so as we begin this broadcast, we ask you to open your heart in prayer as we turn Radio Wave over to our host, a friend of Medjugorje. When I first moved out here, there was a man that lived across the street from me, where Caritas is now. He had the house where the tabernacle is. And he was a pretty rough man, gruff, uh, no nonsense. And many people out here in the valley couldn't get along with him. And I started a relationship with him, and we got along fine. But what was surprising about him, he called the hill over here by Caritas the Holy Hill. And I wouldn't describe him as a holy man in that sense. He felt a certain reverence for the place and for the ground here. I didn't think to ask him why he thought that or why he had those feelings. But also the people who settled this place in the late 1800s, middle 1800s, called this Paradise Valley. Why would they do that? What was his purpose? What is Paradise is paradise something that we have here on the earth? And when we name something on the paradise, we relate to the feeling that we have of the place is like heaven. And so it is our lady came to this valley to do some things and say things to land that was consecrated. All future world events is going to come through Medjugorje. When we look at the world today and we think, look at all what's happening, how bizarre things are just from five years ago, the battles we face, the evil that we are being confronted with, that has rolled over us over and over and over from court to the next state, to the governments, to everywhere we see, we have resistance and we're losing. And he's coming up now to tell us that we must stand firm and fight. We're coming to some kind of spiritual Armageddon. I don't think it's the end of the world, but I think it's the end of the world as we know it. Our Lady could have an investment of 33 years if there was not something going to change. And so on this past March 18th, when Mariana said, in reference to the date Our Lady coming, it was not because of her birthday, but when you see things unfold, and when these things happen, you know Our Lady's coming. And that was just said a few days ago, March 18th, a little over a month ago, actually, 2015. When things start happening, most of us say, what are you talking about? Things have been happening. That puts in the context the things that we're seeing is nothing compared to the things that is coming. 
And so when we look at the apparitions in this way, it gives us reason to pause and reflect the way society is structured, the way our work is structured, the way your day is structured, your life is structured, doesn't give time for pause. If there's no conversation taking place, you're bombarded by everything from the phones, electronics, everything going on, the traffic, how everything works in this culture. There's no time for reflection. Now, if I lay about anything, it's for us to look at ourselves, look at our hearts, for a long time in silence. Silence doesn't exist in a viable way, the way culture is structured today. Quietness is not there. You think maybe this is why our lady says go out into creation? You think maybe it's why we feel something when we get out in nature? You think in fall and spring, our lady particularly speaks about the nature and creation? You're renewed. You're refreshed. Why is that? Because the world, its way, tires you. Our Lady, Queen of Peace of Medjugorje's April 25th, 2015th message to the world. Dear children, I am with you also today to lead you to salvation. Your soul is restless because your spirit is weak and tired from all worldly things. You little children, pray to the Holy Spirit that he may transform you and fill you with his strength of faith and hope so that you may be firm in this battle against evil. I am with you and intercede for you before my son Jesus. Thank you for having responded to my call. Simple message. It speaks of being tired of the way we work, what we do. And it's something tired, and actually old people, when they get old, they grow more tired, more tired. You hear them complain, I'm so tired. Older people say this constantly, with the body worn out. They don't have the energy they used to have. And for us to perpetuate the world and civilization as it is, is tiring. We're putting something in an investment of our time and efforts on every level of life, from the food chain to money to recreation, everything we do. There's a black hole. It's empty. There's nothing coming back to us. There's nothing refreshing us. I'm never tempted not to go to the field. This morning, it was pouring down raining like cats and dogs. And I lost my vinyl that I sit down on there where I don't have to sit on the muddy ground. I look forward to couldn't find it. And I had a temptation. Why go out there? I never had that before. And suddenly, a lightning bolt hit. A big one. And I was so excited about that because I love to be out there when it's lightning, underneath that big old tree, wet on the ground, with lightning striking around. You say, that sounds absurd. To me, it's exciting. But it vanquished that temptation. I guess that happened, God allowed that to the Holy Spirit because I get excited about that. It's different. We go sit in the rain. We want to see those things. And I couldn't wait to get out there after that happened. And so you need refreshing. Actually, lightning is proven to put nitrogen in the soil. It does all kinds of other benefits to the world and to the earth. But we need this refreshment. We need the ability to go out in nature and to get away from things the way they are or the same patterns in your life to refresh. Even though we're out here in the valley, our workload and what we do Sometimes it's good to break away and just go out, to just go into the, just walk into the field every day for the rosary. Pattern in our life, we pattern it according to the messages. We honor the apparition time on our knees before the apparition happens to Maria or the other two visionaries who see our lady daily. But that in itself is probably one of the most refreshing parts of our day, along with 5 a.m. prayer. You've got the structure and start instituting into your life these patterns. When I'm out of town, I cannot wait to get back to pray in the way we pray because it's structured. 
you know that's what you're going to do. It's part of your day schedule. We don't have to work it that way. You say, I can't do that. Yes, you can. We did it. I did it as an individual before there was a community. I did it as an individual before my family did it. I went back from Medjugorje, heard what a lady asked us to say, prayed three hour, to pray three hours a day, and made that part of my life. And I don't feel like it's enough. Four rosaries is not enough for me. I have to have more. And if I don't leave the field at 5 a.m. with three rosaries said, I could tell my day's going to be different. My fourth rosary is said at apparition time at 11.40 or at 11 o'clock. We do apparition at 11.40. And, and that rosary is interrupted by the children. Joyful play. Pray till prayer becomes a joy. It's a joyous time for us. Many things is beautiful. Many sweet things and after, laughter with the kids. Just things that happen. And so having a life that's been structured that way is available to you. You say, I can't do that. A guy from New York was here one day. He said, it's easy for you. you got the community. I started this before the community. I was going strong for years when I asked for the community. And several years after I asked for it before the community was established. And it was a war to establish daily rosary once Caritas started out here. This was his fourth move. It started out here. It got too big. I moved away from here. Moved to a third location. Fourth location has come back to here in the valley. And I had a lot of women working here, volunteers. They didn't want to go out there and pray the rosary. They didn't want to pause for apparition time. They were busy in the work. So you're going to work for God, but you're not going to pray for God. And I tell you, it was a war to establish it. I ended up running like 13 of them out of here. And our lady says today, be firm in the battle against evil. They were good people, but they were wanting something evil and that they were blocking me from what our lady was showing me to institute being on my knees for the apparition that our lady have someplace in the world other than Medjugorje that there's a people that will gather 40 minutes before the apparition time and get on their knees and pray for her coming to the earth. And we've done that since 1988. Every day, rain or shine. Our lady's asking you to do the same thing. You say, oh, I can't do that. You, you housewives, you who are not at work, you who are at work, can you not arrange that? Can you not take lunch earlier? At the least, take a break at that moment. You're going to regret those precious moments of the day that you could have been on your knees or could have at least paused in prayer thoughtfully that the Mother of God's coming from heaven to the earth to bless you. And if you're in a proper disposition for that, why would you not be ready for that to happen? This, these words, be firm in Our Lady's message, struck me in particular because I was working with you on Words of the Harvesters, which was just written two days ago. And the message today so confirms what was written that you had in reviewing Words of the Harvesters is not one that you wrote in particular this time, but you did add to it, and these were the words that you put into this, and you were referring to the Alabama Supreme Court and what they're fighting right now and what you have asked everyone to write letters to each of them individually. You said, we are behind the Alabama Supreme Court to stand firm in their resolve, and when they do, they will not stand alone against the U.S. Supreme Court if they make this decision in June. Our founder said that even if it means going to prison, we are that committed to making this stand. So the subject matter of words, the harvesters about battle, a battle against this evil and to be firm. That that's the, the crux of what you, what was written there. So how strongly is our lady needing us to be firm and to really look at that we're in a time of battle and that, that we have to stand up and face that with great commitment, regardless of what it is that we have to face in the future. Well, they said March 25th, 2015. You little children pray and fight against temptation. Okay, we pray and fight against temptation. What happens from there? When you conquer temptations, you grow stronger in your spirit. She said today... April 25th, because your spirit is weak and tired of the worldly things, in other words, you don't have the strength to be strong. But by resisting temptation, like March 25th said, 
fight against temptations, you become strong. What does she say after that? She says, pray and fight against temptations and all the evil plans which the devil offers you through modernism. Oh, it's metropolitan. It's modern to be open and tolerant of whatever anybody wants to do. This is what the freight train is crashing in Alabama's Supreme Court is about. They're, they're, they've hit a roadblock. And they're playing it down. They don't want to put too much emphasis on this case. It depends on where they go to from this point. But for a lady to sit there and see that this is happening, and we did a whole project, this Boards of Harvest is showing the fruit of it. We even heard from the Alabama Supreme Court justices this week, and it's going out in this Boards of Harvester Monday. And this was put together on the 23rd. Two days later, on the 25th today, what the newsletter is about is to stand firm. Don't back down. March 25th says, pray to fight against evil plans which the devil offers. And today, so that you may be firm in this battle against the evil. Our Lady has now trained us for so long through boot camp, through cognition, through our weaknesses. Because this message really is about being broken. It seems this message is real clear about you're allowed to go be grounded down to nothing. And because she wants that to take place with you, and she seeks for you to, to be crushed, she wants of you the, the, the ability to be remade. When you break a bone and it's not mended together and it's got to be reset so it can heal, they say that the part that heals is stronger than the rest of the bone. It's kind of an amazing thing. But also in the spiritual life, you have to be crushed. We've been trained through modernism a, long, a wrong way. And Our Lady wants us to be remade. She's got to reset the bone. She's got to reheal us. Everything in the way we think, our mentalities, all has to be transformed through fasting and prayer. And she's letting us, in some ways, get restless because our spirit's weak and tired of the world, worldly things. You're not stopping. She's not stopping that. She's allowing us to get immersed in that. And so together with our lady, together in our relationships, Sometimes the only way we can, we can't go through, we won't make it in conversion if you're not broken. You have to break with the past. You have to experience brokenness. Brokenness is a part of the spiritual life. And I'm with you also today to lead you to salvation. You're not going to have salvation and resurrection if you don't go to the passion. Your soul is restless because your spirit is weak and tired of worldly things. You little children, pray to the Holy Spirit that he may transform you through transforming comes before that and is preceded by brokenness. Transform you and fill you with the strength and faith and hope so that you may be firm in this battle against evil. Pretty profound. And so we have this in relationships. We have this in the spiritual relationship with our lady. You have it in a spiritual relationship with your spouses, with your children. Families have to go through purification. They don't like it. Everybody calls us, this is happening, this is happening. We have called throughout a whole ministry for years of how bad things got for people after they converted. It's a necessary step. And when you get on the other side of that, and I can say many of us here on the other side of it, it doesn't mean everything's rose-colored for us or we don't still have thorns in our roses, but we can see roses more than thorns and we know how to deal with them. I mean, if you don't, God's calling you out because your mentality is not being transformed enough. All right, he says, transform you and fill you with the strength, faith, and hope. You're not supposed to be getting weaker through this. Do You do go through a period of being broken for a short period, but eventually that brokenness leads to something that will help you last forever. It's the only way you can be complete. Otherwise, you'll never be complete. Took my hand and 
We dove into a mystery How I wish we could go back to simpler times Before all our scars and all our secrets were in the light on this hallowed ground we've drawn the battle lines Will we make it through the night? It's gonna take much more than promises this time Only God can change our minds Maybe you and I were never meant to be complete just be broken together If you can bring your shattered dreams And I'll bring mine Can healing still be spoken And save us The only way will last forever Is broken together Kingdoms and chasing dreams and left love behind. I'm praying God will help our broken hearts align, and we won't give up the fight. It's gonna take much more than promises this time, only God can change our minds. Never meant to be complete Could we just be broken together? If you can bring your shattered dreams And I'll bring mine Can healing still be spoken And save us The only way will last forever Just be broken together If you can bring your shattered dreams And I'll bring mine Can healing still be spoken And save us The only way will last forever Is broken together Tired from all worldly things. You'll do that. You'll be worn out when you're building kingdoms, chasing dreams, and you leave love behind. This is what our culture is about materialism, modernism. Real love's not there anymore. But the song begs I'm praying God will help our broken hearts align, and we won't give up the fight. And already tells us today that you may be firm in this battle against evil. Twice in the message today, our, our Lady says, I am with you. She begins the message saying, I am with you. And then after she gives everything, what, she, what you just spoke about, about being firm, about being strong, about the battle against evil, about all those things, she again comes and says, I am with you. 
what is the deeper, more hidden meaning of those words, I am with you, other than what the surface of those words tell us? What is the, the deeper meaning of what those words really actually mean? Well, we have a world that is lacking motherhood. Our ladies hear more for the woman than she is for the man. Many don't want to hear that. They want to scoff at it or reject it even. She's here for the man just as much. Yes, it's true. Because she wants just as much for him to be healed as her. But it comes through the woman. Procreation and what it gives birth to comes first to the woman. She has this greatest impact. She spends the most time with the child. We have worked families because we don't understand this concept anymore of really what motherhood is. It's not the pursuit of your career or doing what you want to do or always following the things you'd like to do. If you want to do that, you're going to have a broken world. And this is what's wrong. This is what the song was just about. We've got women chasing the wrong things. I didn't say without a purpose that on Christmas, I'll bless all the mothers. This was a December 19th, several days before Christmas. On Christmas Day, I'll bless all the mothers and Jesus will bless the rest. Why was that distinguished that way? Are they being favored? Are they so blessed and holy that, oh, they get that blessing? No, they need it more than little boys and little girls and the men. Oh, is that chauvinistic? Does that mean I'm against women? God's not. That's why he sent the woman, the mother. Have you ever noticed Yvonne refers to the Virgin Mary on the mountain, a prayer group, Apparition Mountain, that in the message she says of herself, the mother. I remember standing on the hood of a car below Visca's house asking what a strange way to describe herself, the mother. If you look at the program messages, you'll see this often. The mother tells you tonight. Because the plan of Our Lady is to get you to follow her because we've lost motherhood. We think it's out shopping all day at the malls, going out to eat, going gossiping, going to sit at the coffee shop. No, it's canning. It's working in the kitchen. It's working in missionary work as we do here. Our life is intertwined with sacrificing life for the salvation of the world. Our children are at our feet and the mother's feet, constantly with them all throughout the day. And the husbands and the fathers also in the same work. Our Lady on March 18, 2009 said an incredible message. She says, where is my son? She's speaking about, look at your hearts. What will you see in them? She says, where is my son in them? And where is the desire to follow me to him? She's asking this in your heart. Where is the desire to follow me to him? Because that's what she's here for. To lead and reestablish motherhood, womanhood, wifehood, and thereby change the world. Because the principle is not doing what you want to do, not what the feminist agenda is taught, and has affected everybody, both men and women, the church, the whole world. And you're tired. Women got the jobs, a career, and they go home and still have to go cook and do everything they're doing, and they're tired. Isn't that what I said today? Tired from the worldly things. Why do you want that? Why do you want a weak spirit from that? You get motivated by being mother. I'm not saying you won't be tired, but you'll be a good tired. There's two kind of tires, one from the world, one from the spiritual life and doing God's will. One gives consolation, one gives exhaustion. And so we don't identify these things in the correct way, and many people are scared to say it. But Ray's trying to build something beautiful. She wants to build something so, so established in the world as it changes course. And it's a way of a life that you don't run away from that. You don't do what you want to anymore. You're not going to run from God anymore. You got to tell the Lord, you're ready. Our Lady's asking you to open your heart, look in your heart to see what's there, to see if you're ready for this. Because most people aren't. Her whole job is to get this desire to follow her, imitate her, to him. Him is her son. 
And so we're in a beautiful moment in history and a tragic moment in history in that many people reject this or they accept it, but they don't change their life. And here it is, 33 years later, it's coming saying that you are broken. You need transformation. You need to be filled with strength, faith, and hope. That comes from the Holy Spirit. That comes from prayer, making your spirit stronger. And then you'll be able to fight these battles against evil because it's evil for a six-week-old baby to be put in a nursery so the mother can go to work. That's evil. Or a one-year-old baby to be put in a nursery so you can work. You say, how can I condemn that? I'm not condemning it. You're part of the product of living in a way of, of on top of a tsunami that's pushing you to this. And I'm just trying to wake you up to see to reverse that. So you need to tell the Lord that you're ready now. I just let go And I feel exposed But it's so beautiful Cause this is who I am Woman, time's running out. Quit doing what you want to do. Our lady says, I am with you. You have the mother of God walking with you more than the men. That don't put me down. I don't feel second rate. I feel jubilation in this because I see a correction coming. If you want to be where you need to be, and you want to be ready, you better read what she says in her messages when she says, 
to give children. Parental advice. And this advice must be motherly. Wow. Think about that. She didn't say fatherly. We got a crisis of the father not being respected because it's taught by the woman, the mother, the wife. It's a profound thing. Are you running away from that? It's to your detriment. A lady says, I'm with you. A lady is walking with women as never before in the history of the world. We've walked with Jesus. we read him in the scriptures. We hear all the theological things. We hear the, the teachings. We hear the stories. But we're in a time that never has womanhood, motherhood, wifehood been so forsaken as now. You say, what about the Romans? What about this? They had people that, that some, you can look, I just was reading a document a month ago about how loyal a Roman was to his wife, how much he loved her. You don't even hear these stories now. All you hear is about broken together. There's a lot of apple trees out there in this Eden of modernism with a lot of bites out of them. I know people write to us and say, well, it wasn't really an apple tree. I'm not saying that. Figuratively, this is what we do is a symbolic fall. And we've fallen. We're fallen people. So don't be caught up in what you're not. Realize things are changing. And if you're not there, you're going to miss the boat. On August 2nd, 2011, Our our Lady said, I call you to gather into God's family and to be strengthened with the Father's strength. And today Our Lady says, pray to the Holy Spirit that he may transform you and fill you with his strength of faith and hope. We are living in a time in which the strength of the church, the strength of Christians is, is not there, and we're seeing the opposite happen where the strength is with those who are against God and yet they are so few in numbers my question is God is infinitely patient do you feel that he wants to show his his strength in the world today and how does he want to show it how he says that we to look to the, 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 the Heavenly Father. Everything she shows is this. And in fact, uh, what God taught, it was not a man being sissy. The Father is not of that slant. We have a feminized society that puts everything in this, in this, in this light. On January 2nd, 2009, our lady said, while great heavenly graces is being lavished upon you, the definition of lavished is to expend or bestow with profusion. More remarkable, lavish means wasteful, expending without necessity, liberal to a fault. God, what your question is, is at fault right now. Being so liberal and lavishness with heavenly graces because his mercy is so endless through the vessel he's sending every day, that she's winning this for us. His manly side, or his father's side, the cup is full. It's she who's come now to do what Fatima said when the manly fire angel sends the flame to the earth and upon contact with her splendor, she deflects it. Our Lady said, while great heavenly graces are being lavished upon you, your hearts remain hard and without response. It's difficult for a man to get a hard heart changed and respond. But oh, a mother, a soothing woman, the sweetness of the kisses, they can do something a man can't do. And because so many people are so wounded from the lack of this, that Our Lady can only say on the second of the month, after 25 years of giving messages on the second, she can only say Jesus six times, and she can say my son 265 times because she's trying to come as mother to slowly show you her son. And that's what she said March 18, 2009. Where is the desire to follow me to him? Me to her son. 
Her son in the second month is 265 times mentioned, only six times Jesus. I read a pastor today, today he's talking about six billion people in the world today, three, three or rather six, six billion people in the world, and three billion of those people have never heard the word Jesus. So I was pretty surprised by that. You think everybody would with the internet and all this stuff and all the things that's going on. He says there's three billion people have never heard any of the teachings or even heard the name Jesus. And yet at the end of the world, it can't come until all the earth has heard of that. And yet the three admissions is coming and the sign is for that purpose that everybody across the world will be having the ability to have heard the gospel and about Jesus. Our lady's here for that to follow me to him. And she's speaking that in the heart. She says, Did I call you to look into your heart sincerely for a, a long time? What will you see in them? Where is my son in them? Where is the desire to follow me to him? It's amazing. And so this whole thing about Father and the strength that he's expended on the earth is through her lavishly. We don't deserve this. And it's actually wasted. While great heavenly graces is being lavished upon you, your heart remains hard and with that response. He's still doing it. In other words, he's wasting graces on us. He's expending them without necessity. Liberal to, to be even at fault for this. But see, the woman, even before God, even before the Father, in his strength, can bend God to do this for us. And this makes people fall in love with Our Lady. This makes us say, I want to follow her. She continues on this January 2nd, 2009 message. My children, why do you not give me your hearts completely? I only desire to put in them peace and salvation. Who's salvation? Jesus Christ. She wants to put that in the heart. But the non-believers are so wounded by lack of family and dysfunction, they can't do that. They can't accept it. But they can accept the mother because they need that. And only then when they see that need, they'll understand the father because father's a bad name to them. Father's gone. Many women have chased him out of the house. We don't see that part of it. We're talking about how sorry he is. But was he ever allowed to be the father? Salvation, well, she actually says, I only desire to put in them peace and salvation, dash in the message, and it says, my son. She wants him in there. With my son, your soul will be directed to noble goals, and you will never get lost. Even in the greatest darkness, you will find the way. My children decide for a new life with the name of my son on your lips. We're going to see what I wrote in Mariana Mystery Revealed, a tsunami sweep across the world in such a way that it's going to cause an explosion of conversion all across the earth. Something very beautiful. And so a woman's coming to cause us to believe in her. She's coming to cause children, dysfunctional family, men, broken men, broken woman, to have a belief. She called the visionaries angels. They're not angels. But if we have an angel today, a guardian, we can't have above our guardian angel, the Virgin Mary. She's our guardian today. And she believes in me and she believes in you. Our lady's here to open the door to heaven. She is the door to heaven for us right now. Because mercy was up. But now we got divine mercy. And then we got coming up December 8th, more mercy, a year of mercy, which is declared by the church, declared in heaven. And so when this mercy dries up, we're so beyond the limit. We're so past this emptiness vessel of, of mercy that our lady wins for us that Jesus gives because of her, simply because he believes that she can change us, that we have to realize our lady's never going to let us go. We don't know how to be, or rather, we do not have to be alone or in doubt. She's our confidence. Our lady's coming right into your world every single day. This is the purpose of salvation, and she's the reason for it. I swear I'm gonna make the most of this She's a chance that I don't wanna miss An angel believes in me She stands before me like an open door I found the answers I've been looking for 
An angel believes in me I must have said at least a million prayers Kept feeling like they didn't go nowhere But I was wrong She saw me in the ways I never could the tangled mess I never understood is almost gone. An angel believes in me. An angel believes in me. Who gives me wings to fly In my own corner of a clear blue sky An angel believes in me I'm not afraid of falling way down low She says she's never gonna let me go An angel believes in me I used to spend my nights alone in doubt Couldn't help but feeling there was no way out But I was wrong She walked into my world and just like that It's all before me like a welcome map Now I Several times through the course of Our Lady's messages in Medjugorje, she's referred to battle. And in today's message, Our Lady said, this battle, speaking this battle, what is this battle? There's obviously a specific thing that she's speaking about, as if it's general knowledge of the battle. Well, the real battle is over self. Paul says, you know, it's fighting within me. I have this war going on. We've told the story before about the Indian. Grandchild's on his lap, and he says to him, well, he sees something on his face, what's, what's wrong, Grandfather? And he says, there's a war going on with me. He said, what is it? He says, there's two wolves. He said, what are they doing? He said, they're fighting. He says, what are they fighting for? He said, well, one's love, one's compassionate, one's charitable, the other's hate, mean, and greed. He said, which one's going to win? He says, the one I feed. And so this is what we're, our lady said this today, your soul is restless, because your spirit is weak. It's, it's bizarre, really, that she says soul in the same sentence with spirit. Soul leaves your body and you're dead. So your soul and your body is something that you have to pray. You have to strengthen your soul. But that's all within the flesh. So the spirit is willing. The flesh is not. The flesh is tied to the soul. The spirit is not. I've spoken about this before. Marie has, she has felt literally her spirit leave her body. This has happened to Maria. I've spoken to her about it. You say, wow, that's pretty bizarre. She said, I felt as if a lady wanted to take me to heaven. So she could feel her spirit out of her body. But if a lady took her soul out of her body, she'd be dead. Once the soul leaves the body, you no longer have life. It ends. And so when Our Lady says, I am with you also today and lead you to salvation, your soul is restless. Your flesh is restless. 
and your spirit is weak. And so we choose things in our flesh, we choose things in our walk that makes us weak in our spirit. And your spirit's going to last throughout eternity. And so the battle is over the flesh versus the eternal part. The flesh is going to decay and decompose. And if it wins, your spirit will decompose with it. If it don't, it'll be saved and transfigured into eternal life like Our Lady and Jesus' body is in heaven. Our Lady says, You little children, pray to the Holy Spirit that he may transform you and fill you with his strength, faith, and hope. That's really a prefigurement of the transfiguration of your body, the glorified body that will last forever. Maria sees her breathing. She sees her smile. She can see see her, her, her emotions. She's in the flesh. She can feel her. It's a pretty incredible thing that we are a part of something that we have this kind of knowledge. Why are we getting these these things? Because the prodigies of the devil are so manifested from everything from entertainment to TV that God's having to reveal us, hey, it's real. This pastor I was just talking about also said, most pastors and most churches never hear anything or speak of, of hell. They don't talk about it. The hell exists. It is real. And you will never leave it. Your spirit will never die. He was talking about that today. That once you go to hell... You will never be able to die. You'll beg to die. You'll want to die. You don't care how horrible the death would be, but you can't die. You'll be in eternal flames forever. And, of course, Sister Faustina with other tortures, she says, that will never dissipate, never go away, never get relieved to get out of the swimming pool when you're cold from the cold water, go get on the hot deck, and, and whatever. That, that's purgatory. They say one side is hot, and then you jump out of where it's ice cold, to where, where to cool off, and then you jump back to hot, back and forth. You don't have that kind of relief in hell. Purgatory, you might have something. You're looking at that. We don't know, but you know somehow the, some priests used to tell us, explain that to us. So, what is the strategy of Our Lady? This battle that we're fighting. Our Lady wants to make of you something beautiful, and that beautiful, and that walk of yours turning your spirit into something beautiful, shining through to your soul, to your flesh, you won't be tired. She says, go in and, uh, the, um, she refers to the, see how the dew on the, the grass refreshes it and the flowers. You need refreshment. Prayer is refreshment, even if you're physically tired. So a lady wants to make of you a flower for eternity. She wants you to overcome yourself and become more than you. This is the problem. People say, I just want to be me. I want to who I am. Then do that. But you're not on the path to eternity. And then you can't change anyone neither. Everyone wants to change everybody else. And in the end, you cannot change anyone. You can only change yourself. It is then that you can change others. And that, my beloved, is the essence of a lady's plans.
It is our lady who wants to bring you to paradise. She don't want your soul immortal to be lost and die in hell. And so it is, we come to a grace that we're receiving. I was thinking about yesterday on the 24th, about the 25th message. How honored I am to be a part of this, to have the knowledge of what many people are doing today in the daily toil we don't even know Christ, more the Virgin Mary, who will find out later, with deep regrets that they didn't have the grace to want to see this or to even have the chance to. 
Maybe it's not through their own fault. And so it's through you that's going to transmit it. It's through you that he's asking to be apostle. And when things are to be released on a widespread scale, it's through you becoming whole from being broken, you becoming healed, that will people will see what they thought they'd never see in you and change them. So the only thing you can do in the end is change yourself. Our Lady don't want you to be lost. And once you taste her words, her way of life, you don't want to ever be lost again once you found it. I don't want to see, I don't want to see anything. I don't want to be, I don't want to be lost again. I don't want to walk, I don't want to walk far from you. I just want to live, I just want to live like you do. As I stumble to the light of grace You said you'd always have a place for me Got a little scared, got a little scared in the woods And everywhere I turn, everywhere I turn, nothing's good Then I saw a little light, saw a little light shine for me And I found a little path, found a little path at my feet As I fumble with the gift of my free will You say, hush now, listen to my voice sort of time do we live in? Do you know what's being laid before you? Presented to you? To be broken? To be worried? To have your heart cracked wide open? To hush and listen and be still? My, look at the times we're in. I thank God I was born when I was born and live when I live. We're in a great moment of Christianity. We're a great moment of the church's birth to now. What's before us? For us to be firm in this battle against evil. We're in the amphitheater of history watching something that the church has never seen before. It's thrilling. It's exciting. It's weary. And it's crushing all together. You need to see where you're going to be with the Father of truth or the Father of lies. Please be with Him who's holy. Walk that way. You will never regret the efforts or what it costs you. We wish you a lady. We love you. Good night.
This ends the Radio Wave Show with a friend of Medjugorje. To listen or download free, go to medj.com, spelled M-E-J dot com. Go to the left-hand menu, Radio Wave, and click on Past Shows. You can also order this show on CD by contacting Caritas in the U.S. at 205-672-2000. Again, 205-672-2000. Thank you for listening.